0: Do some homework and stop being stupid. What's the point? You you went down because you were the worst team in the league. Every team that's got to this point now has spent their way to get there. Hello and welcome back to episode number five of the Plastic Fans Podcast, the show where we lack integrity but make up for it with bucket loads of ball knowledge. Finn, we are back today, mate, with the uh, promised second section of, of the Wednesday episode that we weren't able to record, chatting about FFP. Uh, but before we jump into it, how are you doing? Yeah,
1: not too bad, mate. It's nice, got that nice Friday feeling, which is always nice. What about yourself? Any weekend plans?
0: Working, mate, as as yeah. per. So, um, but anyway, back onto the main topic, mate. Um, not sure how we're gonna sort of structure this one, so I reckon we're just gonna ramble and talk mm. through it. Obviously, two of the three teams that have been charged are uh, part of the plastic fans family. Yeah. In terms of Everton, of course, and Man City, um, and you're the only team so far that's actually received a points reduction mm. d- deduction. Sorry, you're you're wearing some I'm Everton cover today. Oh and you got got the uh the ASMR with the zip there. Dub, double Everton. It's almost like you knew this impromptu episode yeah, was going to happen. Exactly. Um, let's let's take it back firstly Finn and talk about sort of the impacts that Everton fans are feeling from the first round of points deductions. Mm-hmm. Let, let's take it back to the first one. Mm-hmm. What's the state of play amongst Everton fans in terms of the repercussions of the points deduction? What's the consensus amongst fans and how the blimey hell are you feeling?
1: Uh I feel like uh, now the feeling is it's kind of getting there a little bit because it's it's not as raw as it was originally um i feel like the 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 biggest thing was just anger from most fans that was like we know we've broken the rules but for the for the 10
0: point deduction it was only 19 million over um there so, is a caveat with that though isn't there because it was it was 19 million over after the premier league had disregarded 200 million yes but of of what that what the
1: in the report was nineteen million over the allowed the the what they had worked within the Premier League remit. Yeah, it was nineteen million over. That but it was cap. it was
0: almost it was more like three hundred million that you're actually over in terms of the actual amount of money you've lost. But then there were there were sort of dispensations made yeah. because of COVID. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, but but then the club were making the argument
1: that therefore everyone, you know, everyone had the same. COVID measures so you, you, when, when you took into account everything else and the stadium because uh, the 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 FFP um, structure doesn't take into, into account uh, infrastructure payments so the money that was also being lost on the stadium wasn't anything that corroborated with the money that went out from the FFP so it was 19 million um, banned money if you want to call it that barred money that shouldn't have been spent yeah. that is where Ten points came from, so it was like nine points is administration, yes, ten points is nine is nineteen million pounds, yeah, like that's it
0: i I get that do do you think part of it is almost like the everton fans and and, and everton fans are feeling that the club's been made almost a scapegoat, and it's setting an example potentially yeah, yeah yeah i
1: so many everton fans do feel that way and and there's there's almost maybe more of a feeling that you will get if there's any everton fans listening who would think you're not a proper everton fan if you're not angry ab- about it and i am angry about it because of the likes of
0: well you're not an, you're not a proper everton fan anyway you're wow, a plastic fan wow, we know wow, that wow. living, but, living we're, down we're, south we're two plastic south. fans that's the whole point um <laughs>
1: yeah. but but you know what i mean in, in the sense that um the the anger comes from the fact that this Man City one is dragging on and I know there's so many more alleged charges so it is going to take a different nature of beast to, to take them on the same with Chelsea it's like the bigger teams can wait because they give more to the Premier League um, than the than the teams that aren't fighting at the top I don't want to fall into that bracket of wrongly calling Everton and now Forest small clubs the the teams that aren't battling at the top aren't the ones that are getting um, that almost perceived level of protection and it's like but
0: I, th- I think that's rubbish I think that's Everton using someone else's situation to sort of Gloss over and mask the fact that your if you're, cl- guilty, your you're owners, guilty If you're, your guilty, be- you're guilty. But your club owners have been the worst club owners in the Premier League over the last seven years. And yeah, so yeah, that's yeah. directly impacted where you are now.
1: Yeah, yeah, no, I know. But the fans aren't I the, the fan frustration doesn't come from the fact that we've been that that there's this mass level of poor treatment from the Premier League. It's the fact that Everton fans have been made to suffer the last three years. Because of the way that the club's been run, do you know what I mean? Like the way that the, the way that the club has been, has the fans have been the ones that have suffered from that, and it's not been the fans' fault that we've been in that situation. Yeah. That it's now like it's now like just another stick to be beaten with. That it's like now it's ten points, and like we like we we already know that we've been the worst run club. Like that's that's a fact. Like that's something that's been rumbling on. For and we're not even questioning years. where
0: that money's come from in terms of your. Uzmanov. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we we could dive into that in a separate thing about sort of the 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 integrity of where money's coming from and yeah. looking at state-run ownership and sort of Saudi-run clubs and yeah. Russian-backed clubs with separate oligarchs. But I, I I think we don't want to really muddy the water with that. But what no. we do want to look at is sort of the implications that it's having on the fans, on the sort of the points deductions, and then also the impact that that's having on the pitch we we've obviously touched over the sort of Everton perspective and and how you how Everton fans are feeling how you're feeling after that initial 10 point deduction and you touched on man city but before we we jump into that and obviously I'll come from a point of personal interest and sort of personal opinion on it we've touched on it in pre- previous podcasts very briefly um but now there's this second sort of charge that Everton have been handed yeah um and it's also been handed out to Nottingham Forest as well. Now the Forest one, from what I understand, um, there's. It seems that there's more potential that they'll have less of a punishment because they sell Brennan Johnson for thirty-five million before the cut-off. They're fine they sold them after they sold him for more there's a potential chance that they can say well look we it's better for us in terms of being sustainable profit and sustainability rules that's what they are our sustainability we've been able to get 15 million pounds more for this player so therefore we're not just we're not thinking about just ticking your boxes we want to be a sustainable club so that's something there potentially and the impacts that that will have on Forest. let's jump on to after i want to hear from you again but how do you feel as a fan that it's almost this double jeopardy? You're being penalized for the same thing again mm. because a new three-year time period and time window gets reinstated every year. So if if you're you've been done for a time period which is included over both, yeah. how does that make you feel as a fan? Especially when you're when you're saying that the club have sort of worked with the Premier League and tried to jump through these Premier League hoops, and and now you're almost being stung again for the yeah. same
1: thing. It it kind of you almost become a little bit numb to it to be honest like it just becomes like you just expect the next thing like the last couple of years has just been like punch after punch that it's like what's the next one you kind of just get used to rolling with it and it's it's frustrating because it feels like
0: oh, something else but it do you it feel co- personally it covers- attacked as, a, as a, a club because you you've been made example you yeah. been made an example of with the 10 points which of course the appeals process is cu- is currently going on we'll probably have more of an idea within the next week or two um but say that you you get a 6 point re- deduction because you you sort of agree it in your appeals process but then you get another 6 you, you're still then going to be worse yeah. off Wh- what do you think the outcome will be i mean the thing
1: is it's i listened to um Phil Jagielka was on Talksport in the week obviously former everton captain for for a long time and he said
0: he's got more of an affinity with sheffield united or would you say he played cuz he played longer for everton he here?
1: played longer for us i would say he's probably uh i think he's from sheffield i'd say he's probably he a sheffield went back united there at the end, fan yeah um but but uh, a split a split fan if you want to call it that i mean on the radio he was he was saying you know, a former this, everton player yeah, yeah. um but he was saying he he was at derby and when it all went wrong and he said when you were on the inside of it, it fe- it felt as though um, the the EFL were trying to bring them down, and it was like you've broken the rules. So the consequence of that is we're going to relegate you. Like you can't make your way back from and they twenty. So nearly did didn't they? And and they and they nearly did, but it's like we're just gonna we've got this agenda now that we're going to keep battering you with this until it happens and it's almost and he said it feels like it's the same thing to quote him rather than to quote me necessarily someone who used to play for the club who's now removed from that position to be more neutrally biased if you like because he's still got the affinity but it's like we've had two very near run-ins with relegation we've had then the constant talk about the suings from the Leicesters and the Leeds. Well, yeah, I, I wanted and, to just jump in there. And the other clubs. That, it, that it's like, that it's almost like the Premier League are thinking, it's easier if we just get rid of them.
0: Yeah. That well, it, that, that's playing devil's advocate to what you're saying there. Ultimately, that money that you've spent, 19 million, 10 million, whatever it is, um, that money that you've spent extra and the fact that you've, you've survived on final days and only stayed in the league by by a handful of points, it could have gone either way. Your opposition fighting those relegation battles will argue they stayed within the rules, you didn't. Therefore, you being relegated is a just punishment for the fact that having not spent that money would have probably put you at a disadvantage and how many points would that have cost you? Of course, again, speculation, but it yeah. could have been six points, could have been three points. That would have had you relegated against those teams. But so can you understand that point of view? You,
1: you can, but at the same time, I mean, you take, firstly, you take Southampton who want to sue well, yeah, think. they were gone they anyway. Any that's, that's pathetic. You, what was the point? You yeah. you went down because you were the worst team in the league. You the, the only person
0: who can argue it is the one who was directly below you. Who Leicester I think was...
1: Leicester have, would have the biggest case, but at the same time, Leicester had the best case of a of of, of of a suing. But we, as far as what the club are presenting, there's two sides to every story. You know, what the club are presenting is that we worked with the Premier League in that summer with where we made a a few more signings of Anana being maybe the biggest one at about 30 million. And, and you La-
0: shouldn't be making those signings though, should you? But if, you if you're in risk of financial so pay.
1: So, I mean, Lampard has come out and spoken about this since. Um, the fact that the club were working with the Premier League. The club were told you we had to sell with Charleston because we needed, if we wanted any form of wiggle room, he had to go. So, the club are under the illusion, they've worked with the Premier League, that Richarlison's gone. We can then bring in Anana for 30-odd million. I, 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 I can't remember
0: that but many people I, we signed. I, I appreciate what you're saying, and I, I understand what you're saying, that you're working with, with the Le- Premier League. But that Leicester squad,
1: the yeah. reason they went down is because they, they performed worse. Marginally worse. It was yeah, the yeah. last day we stayed up. But their squad, you, we touched on it. In the, I think it was in the last podcast, I d- can't quite remember if we were actually on air or not, but you said that Leicester squad is in the Championship better than maybe the bottom five or six teams in the Premier League. Yeah, And so that is a team that's lost James Madison that was there last season, and lost Hugh Tielemans who was there last season. Their squad on paper who had finished up around Europe the year before, were a better squad well, on battling paper for than, top four for the yeah, yeah, previous yeah. two years, weren't they? They were a better squad on paper than the Everton squad. Mm. So that that's almost like you're just bitter because you went down and we didn't. I don't think us I get that. breaking the rules yeah. is what sent you down. Mm. You completely underperformed with a team that should have been within the top eight.
0: But but that's... So I, I get what you're saying, but almost that argument's always going to be there because, yes, they underperformed, but where there's that grey area, that there will always be that discussion. I want to also touch on what you just said there. And again, I'm playing devil's advocate. I don't have a, a vested interest in this. In fact, I probably have more of a vested interest because, ultimately, the repercussions that you're having now, the ones that City are going to receive are going to pale, make yours look incompletely insignificant, I imagine. Um, but where you've just touched on there that you've said Richarlison and, and having to sell him in the Premier League telling you, why why are the premier league babysitting you through this like you you're a multi million pound corporation obviously you're not the person who's going to have these answers but it's a, but it it's doesn't a broader seem, question it seems more like it's, but, um, it's but, it, but don't you think it's pathetic for everton for everton football club to be oh but we were working with you premier league and you told us we were doing okay well you you can see the numbers for yourself on a bit of paper it's a, it's a yes it's a no yes yeah. are and, you within that bracket or are you not well 100% and and
1: the thing that is just the most ludicrous thing about all of this is our a- alleged owner. I don't want to get into any yeah. uh, discrepancies there. Somebody is involved behind the, the, the scenes. The person who is the face of the owning of the club in Farhad Mashiri. He's the face of who owns Everton Football Club. He's an accountant. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's embarrassing. It yeah, is it's embarrassing. So embarrassing. I mean, you're an accountant. You've supposedly got your billions from being an accountant to an even bigger billionaire. Yeah. But like that means you should have a very high level of experience dealing with a lot of money.
0: Lovely voice correct there.
1: <clears throat> Dealing with a lot of money. Yeah, it's you, passion,
0: mate. It's passion.
1: You, you, you're the reason why this has gone the way that it is. But when the club have been told by the Premier League, you need to watch the way you spend, otherwise you'll get punished. And you've then gone, all right, listen, you tell us what we can and can't do and we'll do it. That's fine. Because ultimately, they're still the governors of the rules. So well, you've, got yeah. to, you've got to stick within the parameters. And if you try and work with them, I mean, the year before, we'd signed... Asmir Begovic on a free transfer, Andros Townsend on a free transfer, and Damari Gray for one and a half million, and that was it.
0: Yes, yeah, yeah.
1: So, I mean, you could see why they've gone, we didn't spend anything. We then spent, n- in that January, we got Donny van der Bacon on loan. Mm-hmm. We got the structure. Which structured, out
0: fantastically.
1: Which would have done if he hadn't got injured. I I liked him. <laughs> he's, not even, he's not even in um, uh, Frankfurt's European squad. No, I know. What a fall
0: from grace. Poor yeah.
1: Donny. Um, and, and he was somebody that when he came to Everton it seemed like he that could have been a, a really good move for him I think the injuries didn't quite work hmm. out and then we got Delhi on the structured deal which means that currently it's still free and they're yes. trying to rework that anyway but so the point being there was no money spent bar the one and a half million on Damari Gray and so they've but got, then, the, ne- we've but then, then sho- the next
0: summer they've then blown their load so. but
1: we've then sold we've then sold Richarlison so it's like we've got 60 million pound profit we didn't Spend anything, but but, we, but we
0: know the profit doesn't work like that because it's speculated yeah, over of, a period of, of time course, versus of the transfer. Course, of course, so a, a lot of intelligent people, including somebody who owns the club, who's also a, a, a somebody involved in finances and accounting, like I, I don't think the excuses is justified. The the the
1: excuses uh, that no no one, I don't think any Everton fan will. I mean, no Everton fan will excuse the ownership because that's why all the protests happened.
0: Well, why, why don't we take it back then to the to the fan impact and, and obviously you're more in those spheres. You go to Everton games, you speak to Everton fans. What, what's the feeling like now in terms of, of, of how this is going to affect your season? You're in the relegation zone. I mean, your saving grace might be the Nottingham Forest are probably, if they receive a, yeah. a, a, a points deduction as well, then they're going to be added to that list of teams that are really scrapping do you think you're going down and it is obviously we know you'd be pretty much in mid-table without the points deduction so with with another one hanging over your head what's the feeling amongst fans uh i think there's a little bit
1: reserved judgment for the time being because within the next week or so we should expect to hear the the appeal from the first one i think if we get anything back from that that the What's the gut
0: feeling rather than it's like, we've got to wait and see. I, we'll I want a personal I think, opinion.
1: I think we'll stay up um, because I think we, I mean, goals is the biggest issue. We don't score goals. We haven't got a good number nine. But the, the football we're playing, and this is where it's frustrating, but you're, you're kind of used to it because of where we've been in the position. But the football we're playing this season is the best football we've played in years.
0: Mm. But, and but that's not saying much, is it?
1: Well, no but that's that's just a fact i mean that's just where we've been and that's where we are now so like the point is not that we should be, we should be playing football of seventh eighth standard when we've been seventeenth eighteenth for the majority of the last couple of years but it's an improvement on it's where an you improvement were on not where we in,
0: were not in terms of where you were yeah be. it's just building it's just yeah.
1: one season building and we've already moved up about six places worth of uh, of progression in in that short space of time and i think ev- everyone has rallied behind sean dice that's been Nice because there's a little bit of it. There's there's a togetherness feeling that's that's great amongst the club because it's been building for the last couple of years. This has been like the big galvanizing thing. It's also been the thing that's kind of protected the board a little bit because the board were the ones that were getting all the stick 100% of the time. And now this ten points has kicked in that people are thinking this is so extreme, this is the new thing to fight about that the board are kind of quietly able to do their thing over here because nobody's thinking about them because yeah, yeah, yeah. everyone's focus is on this ten points I think and it's 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 one of the things where like, I just love being an Everton fan because it's <laughs> like everyone thinks that their fans are the best and their fans are the most passionate, but like the fans drag the fans saved us from the last two years like Mm. factually like the fans dragged us over the line yeah Lampard's home record
0: in that run-in was the only reason that you stayed up yeah and and you were gone
1: yeah and there was the, the the galvanizing I mean I was there um on the last day last season against Bournemouth when we stayed up probably one of the best days of my life the atmosphere of that was just unbelievable but the year before the game before the Palace game I was at and it was just the, just the, I mean, we were at the front of the protest. you were on you Sport. on BBC Sport. I, I, reme- BBC I remember Sport. flagging it to you, being like, yeah, yeah. Finn, mate, you made it. Of made, course, I you were looking
0: it. down at your phone, I'm sure, as Finn lent his life either on the phone. I was, I, I actually,
1: I actually wasn't. I was, I remember the photo. I was really? Full, yeah, yeah, My arm was in the air. I was, I was going full This might song. have been a different photo then, because I've, I've seen one of you on BBC song. Sport, where you're literally like down on the phone. Filming yeah the, 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 but, but the, but the thing is like so i didn't realize the scale of that until i filmed it and you stick the camera up like facing
0: backwards yeah. and it's like two three four hundred people that was, that was people the picture deep. it was uh, i unbelievable. it was like a it was like a protest march in terms of like picket lines yeah, and yeah, like yeah. minor strikes sort of level and it was of just participation like, it was just
1: like blue like it was dark blue like this this the the flares and everything it was like People argue uh, this fan base is better than this fan base, whatever. But no, no other team at all, when their team have been fighting for relegation, did what we have
0: done. Mm. Like that is, f- like but you've not been relegated, have you? From no, the no, no. Life. But so that's no, been a yeah, big part of it. it.
1: It is, but but you still can't deny the fact that like what what Everton fans
0: have done is like. They've gone above and beyond. As I, an Everton fan. Finn, Finn has premised this with every fan thinks that their fans are the best and then proceeded to explain why his fans are the best. So yeah, yeah. I'm just clarifying <laughs> it for everyone else. So like, I understand that you think... Finn's Everton bias shining through again. Mate, no. You get it. I get it, the, I, I get it. It's galvanised the fans. I agree. I, I want to take it back to sort of financial fair play and the impact. I love your, your passion when speaking about Everton. I um, love that football club. Ra- rambling on about sort of the, the passion of, of Scousers who... Obviously, don't want their team to get relegated. But um, no, no, I joke. That's in jest. Um, let's quickly speak about Nottingham Nottingham Forest because, of course, they're, they've they got it over their head as well. I explained a little bit earlier of why there's sort of some optimism amongst Forest and Forest fans in terms of it's quite cut and dry with them selling the one player and they sold him after a deadline, but for more money. Um are Forest down if they get ten points like you've done for the for the same thing obviously the the season before, but it came into effect at the start of this year. Do you think Norris go Forest go down with ten points? Yeah. Because I I don't
1: think because Forest are worse than we are. And I think we- They play more exciting football than you do though. Mm. They've got more exciting players. They've got they've got potentially, but but we I don't want to go into it, it's not the time to go into it, but the people that don't watch Everton week in, week out, and I feel sorry for him, he doesn't care. You can tell he doesn't care. But just to get tarnished with that Sean Dyche four four two lump the ball up forward, no one plays attacking good football for Everton because they're managed by Sean Dyche. It's like Burnley. Yeah. It's not. It's not Burnley 2.0. <laughs> it's, it's not, it's not. It's I will give not, you that, it's not. It's, it's completely different. He's trying
0: to branch away from it. He's not that stereotype. It's, and, but it's still it's, built off the same fundamentals of solid defence, um, yeah, yeah. Your, your wide players getting forward, yeah. you're scoring most of your goals from corners and set pieces. Yeah, yeah. But like that's it is, but it that's, is that's, that's the
1: nature of the fact that we don't have a number nine who can score goals. Like that, if we had a number nine that scored goals and the way that McNeil and Harrison play down the wing or Dan Juma can come in down the wing and get balls into the box. We've got somebody who likes to pride himself on his ability to jump in the air mm. and get his head on the ball, but never in the back of the net. <laughs> that it's like, if we had someone who could score goals week
0: in, week out, that wouldn't be the case. I mean... We've, we need we've, we need to move on, Finn. We've spoken about Everton for so long. Man City is what people are here for because Everton have already been banned. Oh, Just finish what you were going to say and then we need to move on because we've got 15 minutes.
1: No, no my, my my point being is, I think Forrester are the worst team. I think... Luton, hats off to them, but they've been galvanised by the fact that everyone around them is crumbling. I uh, are still a worse team. I, I think with a points deduction, Forest go down. Without, I still think Luton go down.
0: Okay, so Everton are clear no matter what. If Forrest get the deduction, then so. they, they go I down. I hope so. If not, Luton go down. Yes, Man City. I want to just sort of hark back to what you said at the beginning. Um which is my biggest frustration. And even as if, even if I was neutral, um, what I don't like is the fact that fans are saying, well, Man City have got all of these charges, yet we're getting our penalties first. It's like, just have a bit of common sense about it. And, and I might annoy Everton fans here. I might annoy you here by saying this. Like, do some homework and stop being stupid. Like, fundamentally, they're two completely separate issues. Everton, Nottingham Forest, it's a bit of paper with a number on it. If that number's bigger than what the Premier League wants it to be, you get charged. If the number's smaller than the Premier League wants it to be, you don't get charged. What Man City, 115 separate charges have been charged for, is something in, in itself completely fundamentally different from what is on a bit of paper. It's about the sporting integrity. But no, in terms of, of the integrity of where money's come from, in terms of lies, in terms of the the, this, the time period in which this deception... and in essence, fraud has happened, and I don't say that term loosely, what what City have been sort of accused of is fraudulent behaviour in terms of um, fabricating and inflating certain financial values, which has then led to a, a direct impact in, into the money that we can spend over an extensive period of time, also involving money that's been paid out to managers. Mancini allegedly has been paid more than has been listed, so The charges are so widespread and so vast in terms of the impacts and the direct correlation that they've had. It's not as simple as looking on a bit of paper. So for every single fan that sits there and goes, well, why haven't Man City been punished? Grow up. Grow up and understand that the Premier League, first of all, they want to get us done and they want to do us properly. And I'm a Man City fan and I think they should.
1: Do you I, think Why do you think they want you done properly? Because we've, You bring the most money to the Premier League.
0: It's nothing to do with that. It's to do with the sporting integrity. The way that La Liga run at the moment is that the at the beginning of the season, La Liga sit down with the clubs and say, this is how much money you've got. This is how much money you've got to spend. Unless you bring in this money, this is what your budget is. This is what you're allowed to spend. The Premier League is not regulated in that way. So it's up to clubs for them to sort themselves out. But what, do you think the Premier League are trying to say,
1: because there's all that independent regulator talk about the Premier League do you think this is them um, trying to be a little bit billy big and be like we're fine we can look after no, ourselves no 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 no.
0: I think it's a completely separate issue I think the independent regulator is to protect the the football league and the championship and league one and league two and national league in terms of making sure that clubs like Bury, uh, Macclesfield mm-hmm. these sides don't go out yeah. because ultimately the disparity amongst the leagues is huge what I'm saying is I think that the systemic sort of allegations and and behavior that man city potentially may have shown and arguably already have in terms of We've admitted that we've done wrong with in the Champions League and with UEFA and we've been banned from European competition. It went to the court of arbitration for sport. It got turned out round, and then it was a £20 million fine. Obviously, the Premier League are going to look at that and go, well, a fine to a sovereign state doesn't matter because you're state-run and there's infinite, pretty much, amount of money in terms of what can be spent. The Premier League are looking at it saying, this is, is sort of endemic to our game and ultimately... Now that so many states and, and consortiums run these clubs, they don't want it to become the Wild West. But what City are accused of doing should result in a relegation, in my opinion, if it's proven. Um, but the, Just one? Um,
1: because you don't gain anything from one, realistically. Well, you're out of the league I mean, for you, one you, season. You, you everyone do. stays and you basically come back up.
0: Not everyone I d- I d- stays. I, d- but I disagree. I you, disagree.
1: Come, well, you come straight back up. Easily, you come straight back up and you... And people come back again. But you've still got the money there. This people is, will still. But this is the hypocrisy
0: in. of Everton fans who are like, "Are oh, the only people being punished?" Are That's the not what fans. I'm saying. That's not what I'm saying. Oh, it's ten points. Boo hoo hoo. That's not why relegation sa- doesn't matter. No, it's
1: it's not important because we'll come straight back up. No, but you will. Co- the, the factually, the thing is, I'm not saying. I'm not saying it's like worse for one. That, but if if we were, we to we lose ninety percent
0: of our players because the world's elite players don't want to play in the championship. No, but you for you, a st- year. you still come back. Look at your academy. That's fine, but then we're then we're still, and you've but then still we're, g- we're back 15 years because the squad that we've we've now developed and, and built over a period of time, you you knock you knock Man City back to before Sheikh Mansour if if you if you I, strip I, up us of our world class talent, but you but if you've if
1: you still got them, but when you go back up, you've okay, it's maybe a two three year job to get top again because your your reputation isn't instantly gone. Man City have had one blip season because of Ma- Man United have
0: not won a There's, title for 10 years and they've spent more money than anyone else. It's but not, it's it's not mo- a direct correlation.
1: Yes but it's but Man United it just didn't it didn't work. Man Man United aren't well run. No. Man Man City are whether they've broken the rules or not they're a, an incredibly the be, well run machine. The best, run, the machine. best run, run club in the world. I mean it's it's inc- what they do and the way that they do it isn't going to isn't going to completely be obliterated in one year. It's still going to it's still going to be there. Get get them back promoted. Okay. I think it might take a couple w- of years because of the financial restrictions, but people would still want to come to Man City, you know, Pep whether he would be there naturally or not.
0: Well he says he'll go if if we're if we're proven to have cheated in it anyway. So But you'll you'll still be attractive. I, I get what you're saying, but I think like, people are underestimating how massive a relegation will be. Um we've got a couple of examples of, of sort of times where teams have been relegated. Um the Syria um Juventus were relegated as part of the Calciopoli scandal, which was match fixing with referees. They got relegated, they kept some players, came back up, um, were pretty successful afterwards. Alternatively, you've got Rangers who were relegated and, and, and were, were but disbanded. They, but and they went to they went right to the bottom. They went right to the bottom yeah. and it took them, what, 10 years to get back? And that's in the Scottish football system yeah. where they were one of two big teams that have operated. And I'm not discrediting any, any other Scottish team, but let's be frank. It's like if, if you put Man City and Man United in League 2... Yeah, and then you relegated, and and then you got rid of Man City, and said, "Well, Man United are the only team now." So, we we've seen what happens on both on both But that, but they
1: are, but they are quite, they are still different beasts in the fact that if Rangers only got relegated to the, it's like if Rangers got relegated to the Scottish Championship, then they're hand in hand scenarios. but Rangers got relegated to the very well no no
0: but I'm I'm giving you those two examples because Juventus got relegated one came Mm. back and did okay Rangers got disbanded and had to start from the bottom so there are two examples of of big teams in their leagues like we are now being either relegated one or being sent to the bottom Palmer's another example Palmer in Italy um, have now flip-flopped between sort of Serie B and and Serie A um, because they got disbanded and had to start again so I think that's a, a real possibility um, for us that we do get relegated all the way down. But um, as somebody who's who's not a Manchester City fan, how how um, do you think the process will be if there is a relegation in terms of looking at those trophies that we obviously won? Because um, a big thing that I see from fans that aren't City fans, particularly Liverpool fans <laughs> um, and Arsenal fans who have finished seconds to this Man City side... Um, is there a call for the trophies to be handed out? I have my own opinion. I don't think so. No, you can't take. You can't. You can't
1: go. Oh, we'll just give it to second place. Because you don't know what would have happened. You, you know, everything you're doing then is built completely hypothetically. It's like we're going to take Man City's trophies away. And and the 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 if I'm correct in this, a lot of Man City's charges are quite a long time ago. Yes. So. It's it's actually 2017,
0: not 2017 2018 I think is the last it's,
1: one. Yeah, it's not really in that direct correlation with the way that the 2022 23 team performed, for example. Um, so you can't you can't go. Okay, so let's give the Champions League to Inter Milan. Let's give the Premier League to Arsenal. And uh, do you know what I mean like
0: what what do you think has a big, bigger asterisk? Liverpool's league win in the COVID season or City's triumphs when everyone was fighting on a somewhat level playing field in terms of like the games were still played out but obviously because the liverpool asterix is that there weren't any fans so it didn't actually exist yeah and everyone asterix is other than liverpool fans yeah their trophy how big a thing do you think it will be in terms of tarnishing city's legacy if it is found out that there was this sort of systemic cheating um which is what are fundamentally the charges are whether that comes mm. to fruition or not how much do you think it tarnishes those league titles and the players that have won them what's the impact on de bruyne what's the impact on aguero aguero's moment if that if that's then tarnished yeah. with the brush of cheating does that take away that the the greatest premier league moment of all time in my opinion mm,
1: of course no i don't think so because i think you can't i mean somebody's somebody's potential and somebody's ability is not in direct correlation to the way that the money has been operated in the club. When Aguero was bought and when De Bruyne was bought, their ceilings probably weren't perceived to be as high as they re- reached, if you see what I mean. But right. I mean in terms of their, so,
0: their achievements in a side... Yeah, no, I don't, I, I is, don't is, think... Is, is, ...is under that tarnished brush of may, cheating. Maybe the, maybe
1: the early side's... Achievements. Achievements. your silvers, your yaya's. Yeah. Your might, might be vinnies. like, not necessarily their careers because you can't tarnish somebody's career because the player themselves has nothing to do with the outside management of the football club. All they can do is perform on the pitch. So if they're, if they're, you know, being the best players on the pitch, you could argue, well, you're only able to be there because your team are able to cheat, to spend the money to get you there.
0: Yes. But you've still got, you've still got to perform. I mean, we've, the football that happens on the pitch irrelevant of what money's been spent yeah the the ball's still going in the
1: back of the net we cheated we spent obscene amounts of money and bought three number tens that couldn't play together and we got worse so like it's got it's got nothing to do
0: with like do you know what i mean the players are there and whether they work or not we've spent too much money but we've spent it in such a sensible way that the players have still gelled together and we've built the right squad with the right manager and, and also you've you've
1: the best manager in world football yeah, arguably ever of all time yeah IMO yeah and you he's come in he's not he might have been enticed by some illegal fiddling of money or oh, whatever, I don't think he was, but, it
0: was his before him but he
1: but he's he's come into a club and he has not in 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 comparison to
0: a lot of the teams around, haven't
1: hasn't spent obscene money.
0: No, not so. And he has when he built... first came in, he did. We we spent fifty million pound on like three or four fullbacks yes. and defenders. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but as as his is. as his team has built up, it's been
1: it's been fairly consistent spending. Maybe one, two a year, just to keep plugging away. That that we are almost, and this is someone from the Everton side of things who have already been charged. We this is too far down the line to almost be like this is a this is a you know direct correlation of cheating that happened 10 years ago and I just don't want Liverpool to get the title but
0: I I think I think the argument is and the argument that people have is that the the alleged cheating has laid the groundwork for the money to be able to be spent as it is now Mm. in terms of the money that we bring in we are we have been we're second this year in terms of uh, revenue brought in to the football club. We were first the year before. Real Madrid took the spot last year. Um, but obviously, we're now a behemoth in terms of generating funds and, and creating revenue. So, what the, the, the alleged cheating says that we've done is we've fast tracked that growth. Now, there is sort of an argument amongst people, um, an argument amongst Newcastle fans, an argument amongst some football fans who say, well, If we don't have this sort of you can spend your way up to the top then all we're ever going to have is the same top five the same Mm -hmm. top four competing we're going to have the same three or four teams competing to win the title we're going to have the same five or six teams competing in the champions league on a rotating basis unless other teams are able to grow a a rate which isn't necessarily fair like how a they, I think arguably, aside from City, they're the best run club in the country right now. How are Brighton ever going to break into that top three or four sides if they can't exponentially increase the amount of money they're spending yeah. in a way which might be unsustainable for a set period of time? But like City have shown, like Chelsea showed when Roman Abramovich came in, that that instant spending then becomes almost systematic within these clubs and at that point you get to the level where Man City now are making money because we're bringing in more money than any other team in the country, we're winning more than any other team in the country and ultimately we're spending less than a lot of teams in and around us. You need to be able to build that platform to get to that point. Otherwise, let's give United, let's give Arsenal, let's give Liverpool, let's give Chelsea the league title every bloody year. And who wants to bloody watch football at that point? Who cares? Mm-hmm. Like, I want to see my team do well. I support Cambridge United. We got promoted from League Two in the COVID year with Paul Mullins scoring bags of goals. I'm just excited, as excited for that as I was going to watch Man City and, and, and seeing us win the Champions League. Ultimately, as fans... We don't care. We want to see our team do well. If your t- Cambridge are fighting now in and around the bottom of League One, if we get a win, I'm as happy as I am for Man City going and winning ten games in a row. It's perspective, but it just frustrates me. It frustrates me. It frustrates me with other fans as well, Mm. because ultimately the league wants to move itself to a point where it's more sustainable, but ultimately every team that's got to this point now has spent their way to get there. So it's almost like we're, we're shutting the gates off. Everyone who's already got through well done. You got through at a good time. Good for you. Good for city. Good for Chelsea. Newcastle. Sorry, mate, you missed the boat, but guess what? You're Saudi backed and you're going to be all right because you're just about going to scrape through. Yeah. Whole city get bought by someone. Burnley are a better example. Burnley have been bought by a consortium. They're never ever going to get to that no. point, and why? Because the top clubs, the top teams, have said, "Let's shut it off." It's the same as the Super League, and we're just as bad, mate. Yeah. We've got to go. We've got to yeah. shoot. Very passionate chat. We we There's lot of we scope waffled on about Everton. That. Waffled on about City, but um yeah we're very passionate we will touch on this again of course when the the stuff comes in guys if you've made it to the end of us waffling passionately about ffp and all those things give us five stars follow us on whatever platform you're listening to and we will see you on monday catch you then bye -bye.